Hello, hello, and welcome, my friends, to Intentional Sounding. I'm your host, Drawplay Dave Rapoccio, and this is the Drawplay Podcast. With me, as always, is actually not Sam, because apparently he's not with me all the time anymore. But on a two-game streak, it's Spilly. Hey, what's up, guys? How's it going? Um, I'm, I'm doing well. I'm ready for the season. You are my new co-host. Oh, awesome. Well, that's good. I guess we also have a guest this week. Um, returning, he hasn't been here for a while, but uh, Sam Grezes, welcome back to the show. It's, it's been it's been one week, and you spent that week dragging me the whole time and shitting on things I love. So, you know, as a matter of fact... Oh, good, you I did think, listen to it. Yeah, I think both of you owe me an apology <laughs> before I don't we know. I started heard, here. I heard nothing but good things. Uh, people were saying this is probably the, the best episode ever, and... Um, yeah, That's only because it was number sixty nine. That is only because it was number sixty nine, and That's you true. know it. We didn't actually say anything about that, which is probably we our did fault. not realize that what episode number it was when we were recording, and it is one of my deepest regrets. Yeah, see, see, this is this is why you need me on the program because I'm a goddamn professional. Did you know it was episode sixty nine? Yes, that's why I was very very sad that I was not able to be on it. Other than, you know, the obvious reasons of spending For time our with listeners, friends, the but... reason we didn't go into it last week, but the reason uh, Sam wasn't on last week was he forgot to tell me he was moving on Monday. Yep. So me and Spilly organized <laughs> our, our nice little supposed to be threesome podcast recording. And then as soon as me and Spilly get on call, I asked Sam, where is he? He's like, oh, so we're like, all right, fuck it. Yep. Let's do this. It's a menage. Doing I'd it do. live. Anyway. Welcome back to the show, Sam. Thank you. It's it's good to be here, and it's also not it's also good to not be moving until five a.m. Did you move far? Was it a big process? Uh, kinda. I mean, we moved across town. It's not like city to city or state to state, but you know, we we moved. I, I think it's it was like a three or four mile move, which in you know in most other places not that big of a deal. In Chicago, it kind of is because four miles takes like. 30 minutes to drive. Always fun. Yep. Yeah, inner city moving. Moving. I think every city is kind of that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. But yeah. Did you have to drive a big truck or were you a uh, back of a car in it? No. Well, so so we got a, a gigantic U-Haul. But here's here's the thing, at least uh, with me and tr- like rented trucks. Were they just not big enough to hold your Pokemon stuffed toy collection? Oh, okay. First of all, I only have five of those. And they second were in the front all, seat. Yeah, and they, second of all, they were in the front seat. <laughs> third of third of all, we got we got we actually got a gigantic one for Monday for the actual moving day. And I don't know if like I don't know if I'm the only one who feels this way, but there are few times in my life that I have been as scared for as long as I was uh, than the times I've been driving a U-Haul truck. Yes. It is, yeah. it is goddamn terrifying. I, yes. So so I bought a couch last year, um, and I, I bought a U-Haul truck to get it home, and I – I don't so like I don't have car insurance because I don't have a car in the city. I've got a I've got a license. I'm a very good driver, um, 
They all say that. Well, right, no, and I, I didn't... No one's saying they're a bad driver. But I, like, and, and not to spoiler alert you, but, like, the... I didn't hit anything or anything. Nothing happened. But what what they do when uh, when you rent a truck, if you, if you have been lucky enough not to have to rent one, they always ask you if you want the insurance. And at the time, I was like, I'm not going to hit anything. I'm a good driver. I'm going to, you know, I'm just not going to get the insurance. It's fine. You know, nothing's going to happen. Because it was like 30 bucks. And I was like, I don't want to spend 30 bucks. Let me um, guess. Did it, did it catch on fire? No, it didn't. Nothing caught on fire. Like I said, everything, everything was fine. Except for the fact that I was goddamn terrified the whole time of like hitting trees. Of like brushing up against like branches or or something on the side of the road being like not being able to see someone in my blind spot and i learned afterwards that what i did was very illegal very very illegal because if you don't have car insurance and like i got into an accident with that u-haul truck i would i would just be completely and utterly fucked yep because i don't have car insurance and i didn't buy u-hauls so Whoops. I'm glad this podcast does personal finance tips now. Too, yeah, well. right, right. Always, <laughs> always pay the $30 for your U-Haul thing. If, if not for, like, that, for fucking peace of mind, I was so fucking scared the whole time. It's a stressful thing. It's a stressful thing. Uh, well, I'm glad that you're all moved in and comfortable now, and you can have your large anime pillows mm-hmm. that you sleep with every night yep. and cuddle. Yep. Uh, it's very nice. Do you have like a large Pikachu pillow and then a, like a large Northwestern Trevor Simeon pillow and you just have to decide which one you want to uh, cuddle no, with I can, that I can, I can do both. I've got two arms. Hey, uh, are, are you using that Trevor Simeon pillow? Like, <laughs> d- d- define, uh, define, define using and define Simeon. Oh. Ew. <sighs> Ew. Also, uh, you're, you're, you're very... Well, okay, so so not to get too far into it last week, but you know I have T-Seam's takes for you. I Oh, I'm sure you do. Well, no, I, it's not like a hot take. I Right now, he's the better quarterback on that team. I think, um, so, yes, I mean, by a year. You know what yeah, I mean? well, right, I right. I'm, I'm the, just saying right now. Yeah, I think the 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 sort of, what everyone thinks is that they're both kind of crap right now. I'll be brutally honest. Like they're both like trying to get the other guy to be the starter. Um, and I think they're leaning Paxton, but I, I don't necessarily disagree with that. I, you know, I think it'd be a bad decision if, if the team is looking to like win now versus develop a, a quarterback. Cause Trevor Simeon's already developed and he didn't have a bad year. Right. Right. It's just, uh, you know, they have that guy and he's sitting there, and unless he's Aaron Rodgers, who's just going to sit there for a couple of years. Like, yeah. Yep. Might as well use him. Yep. So. No, that's, that's fair. And he's also, like, a, you know, a high pick, and fans don't usually like it when you stash your high picks that way. So that's fair. That was a very like mild take, I guess. But I was just like, I, I wanted to. <laughs> we, brought, we brought you back to the show for this. I wanted to. I wanted to set that the record weak. straight on uh, on how Trevor Simeon is. is I think is, he'll definitely land somewhere else. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. If if he doesn't, if if he doesn't, uh, if the Broncos cut him, I don't think they would. I think one will be the backup. But if they did, he no, wouldn't have no, trouble he'll, finding he'll a job. He'll be a perfectly good Carson Palmer for some team. Yeah. 
Sam, mm-hmm. just so you know, me and Spilly came up with a uh, a rule while you were gone. Yeah. Whenever you say something stupid that we don't appreciate or anything like that, we're just going to temporarily mute you for a minute and then talk about things that you like in a negative manner for that minute. Why? No. I want you. I want that. You see, I'm we not. need that sound effect from like around the horn when it's like the shump, so we know that he's been muted. So is this is this when we've jumped the shark or we're we're taking bits from around the horn? That's true. And. Uh, That's true. <laughs> My main thought about this was when you ever you bring up the word boys, because I've realized you've stolen that term from the Polygon guys. I told you that specifically. You asked, but I didn't know what you were talking about. I did not realize what you were talking about, and I'll admit, half the time you're talking, I'm not listening. (laughs) (laughs) But anytime you use creepy boy terms, I'm just gonna mute you for a minute. And talk about how terrible things that you like are. Fine. You want to test us? No. You test us? <laughs> no. No. I, here's here's what's gonna happen is I'm gonna bring this up like at the uh, like 75th minute, uh, not the 75th, the 55th minute of the podcast, and uh, and well, you will then have I guess forgotten. you're not getting a uh, you're not getting an outro to this week then. Well, okay, fine. The 45th <laughs> minute. I, my point is you're going to forget about this while we are recording and I will I will test your ass on it. I think it's okay. I think what I I need to talk about what I'm doing uh, in the middle of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I am actually sitting in Yahoo uh, Sports uh, mock drafts um, and drafting Colin Kaepernick number one overall in as Good. many different mock drafts as I can. Yes. Um, Are you taking images? Um, I can. So what? I don't know. Are you familiar with Boring as Heck on Twitter? Oh yeah, he does yeah, this he, every year. Yeah, if, he does this you, every year. If you're not aware, look him up on Twitter. Try and find the uh, like the archives of his ruining drafts. It's really good. It's an art. Mm-hmm. It's an art. Um, I'm I've been spending a couple times doing it just in the background. It's it's glorious because not only do you get to draft Colin first and everyone gets upset because their order is completely screwed. You're right. Um, <laughs> uh, you can then immediately type Black Lives Matter into the chat and it just oh, it blows it up. Good. It's fantastic. Very good. So Very good. I'll be doing that during the course of the podcast so if I just like burst out laughing I'll let you know. Well no you need to you need to keep us updated on your hot yes. fantasy We need live updates. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Sometimes I'll get to a second pick like if I've got the the corner um, and I'll put Manzel on there too cuz you know bounce. <laughs> yeah, why not? I I do want to like while we're talking about good football content uh, we're, we're, or at least I am late recommending this to you, especially since I kept up with it while it was, uh, being updated. Uh, John Boys, I don't, I still don't know how you say that guy's last name. Dude from SB Nation, Boys? Is it a silent S or whatever? Does this count as a boys term, Billy? It doesn't. No, no, this is okay. not a, like, a monster factory. <laughs> what are there? Yeah, this is not one of the polygons. Yeah, I, I should have known. That Sam isn't too subtle to test us that cleverly. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, no, boys uh, is spelled. John Boys is spelled B O I S for yeah. anyone who doesn't know. Yep. Um, and he did a very good. Uh, I mean. I don't know what what you want to call it. It's it's a creative like uh, science fiction inspired short 
story told yeah. via videos and slideshows and images and text about if what anyone bo- had yeah if anyone had read the tim tebow chronicles which is yeah. what he also did it's the same thing only with mm-hmm. a little more um like web markup yeah thrown in. it's all it's also it also has i i don't know i think it's got a lot lot more weight to it like it, it is actually emotionally like affecting the story is really good uh, and it's it's what football is going to look like in 1770, 70, 76? 17,000. I, I, I think there's only seven sevens. Yeah, okay. No, no, four sevens. There's four sevens. I, I, I knew I was going to mess that up, but uh, it's, it is – I cannot recommend it highly enough. In this, like, you're going to be listening to this before preseason has started. If you need – football stuff to tie that's you incorrect over. there is a football game tonight i think really yeah i think it's houston at carolina they're starting the preseason games pretty much like very early by the time i finish editing this there will have been games so preseason wow. will have already started okay so still doesn't really count if you're if you're craving good football content so not the preseason uh check check that out seriously it's it's very good uh, almost made me cry. So, you know, the, the dumb story about satellites and, and football in the very distant future, uh, drove one of your podcast, uh, hosts to near tears. Uh, so if that's, if that's how you gauge your media, this gets a, a high marks, I guess. To and- be fair, Sam probably also cried when Butterfree left. And you didn't. <laughs> wait wait what this is a pokemon reference oh yeah i have no idea are you a fucking monster you didn't <laughs> that is the that is one of the saddest okay well now it's got it's got other meaning for me because when when one of my best friends moved away we watched that episode the night before he left oh my god that's what you pathetic. chose to do on the last time you were with him well, we had. We're to, this is our last time together. <laughs> let's let's watch Pokemon. So we had we had bonded over that episode before when we had both like been going through really bad breakups. So like, and we were like both drunk and just like, you remember that Pokemon episode where where Butterfree has to go to like be happy and live its own life. And we were both like, yeah, and we had like this, it was in college, right? It was a very drunken, like, sophomore year moment where we were just like having this conversation we thought was deep, but was actually about Pokemon, the animated television cartoon for children. Uh, so so when he left uh, for LA, like, I think this was a year out of college, so, you know, I was old enough to know better, but not old enough that it's that embarrassing that's what uh we we did i think it's pretty embarrassing eh. uh, it's slightly endearing i mean mostly right, embarrassing slightly. but also slightly endearing that's that's actually it's funny you say that spilly that is my like bio on okcupid tinder and bumble <laughs> i take back like 10 percent of the snark <laughs> Aww, <laughs> that's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me it's like uh, one of the little sections on the K in Snark is now gone. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's spelled with a Q. Like I knocked off a serif. That's about. It. <laughs> Fucking now, now I'm thinking of app ideas for Snark with a Q. 
It's like Saraha, except you were you're just mean to each other. <laughs> anyway, so let's move on. There's actual football. We actually news. had yeah, football. I'm sorry. For football derailing. happened. Football happened. We're we're getting back to news. This is the first official podcast with, I guess, football action. So Ryan Tannehill died. Yeah, he died. He died, um, but for a really funny outcome. So it's worth it. Yeah, it was all worth it because after like two days of the Dolphins being in complete limbo and nobody knowing if Ryan Tannehill was actually dead, mm-hmm. it didn't matter because the Dolphins signed Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler is a dolphin. Oh, I'm so happy. I, I mean, think have you, have he you... paid some guy for the number six, too, I think. I just read that today. <laughs> have you heard the quote that Cutler gave? Because the, the thing that I, everyone is talking about this, but it is it is so important to keep in mind. Jay Cutler, up until a week ago, thought he would be in the broadcast booth this coming yep. year. Which is such a terrible place for him. Like, he's the least yeah. charismatic person in the world. Why would you ever put a microphone in front of him? Right. True. True. But at the same time, he's not, like, he's not doing weight I, training. He's not in the gym. He's not He's not in playing shape. And then he said, I forget who he was, like, who he was talking to or whether it was an interview or a press conference. But he, what he said was, the good thing is I play quarterback, so I don't have to be in that great of cardiovascular shape. <laughs> yep, I remember that. I an actual that. an actual quote, quote, Miami from your actual starting quarterback this year. I'm all in on Fat Jay Cutler. Oh, me, like, uh, listen, like, me too. No, this is going to no be hilarious. There's no way that's not entertaining. I I agree. I agree. I'm just like this fucking fucking clown show and and Colin Kaepernick still can't get a job. Yep. <sighs> Jay Cutler. Mm-hmm. I was I I'm kind of surprised they managed to string him out of retirement. I, the only thing that I job. think had him was just like Adam Gase. Obviously, he's worked with Adam Gase, and he probably liked mm-hmm. Adam Gase because he was the last pretty decent coordinator he had. Yeah, but I mean, he doesn't know the Dolphins. He doesn't like have chemistry with any of these receivers. He doesn't. I, I guess he kind of knows the playbook. Well, but... I was gonna say how long. I mean, I, I don't know how long it takes to learn a playbook, right? But Adam well, Gase... He has experience with the playbook, so I think that's the biggest advantage. Like, if they had signed Colin Kaepernick, they probably would have had to teach him everything. Right, but is it the same playbook? Like, I know it's Adam I Gase, imagine right? it's... But... It, for, I think it's probably roughly the same setup. Like, there's going to be some differences tailored to the personnel, but I imagine it's coming from the same blueprint. I guess, yeah, I guess he's not really starting from square one, so if he knows the basics or the building blocks... It's a little bit easier. I didn't even. Yeah, think he's it not up. starting at a playbook 101. Yeah. He's at like 301. Yeah, yeah. With the same professor all three years, so you know he knows how to. He knows how to bullshit his way through. I'm just excited because he's got. He's almost got no pressure on him. Nope. Absolutely. Which is not. kind of kind of rare for Jay Cutler because it feels like there's always been a lot of pressure on him. Mm-hmm. He was in Denver. He was like this rising star, and he was having feuds with Philip Rivers. And then he got sent to Chicago, and it was immediately supposed to save Chicago, and he wasn't quite good enough to do that. And everybody turned on him because he hurt his knee and dared to smile. But now he's got no pressure, and he's he's just like, hey, I'm only here for a year rental because the actual quarterback died. So let's just go out there and throw some things around. <laughs> Listen. It's the it's the 
it's funny. It's the archetype for you know what most people do when they they go old is when they grow old is they go to Florida and stop giving a shit, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, no, it's his retirement community. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You don't have to do fucking anything. You don't care about Certainly the not dolphins. Vaccinate your children. Mm, yeah, man. Oh, that's a thing. A warmer climate does breed more infectious diseases. Hmm. So maybe Jay Cutler's kid will get the measles. I hope not. It's not. It's not their kid's fault. I no, hope Jay Cutler gets the measles. But you know. <laughs> I want to see Jay. I want to have like a uh, Brent Favre dead dad game, but Jay Cutler measles game. Oh, jeez, yeah. Jay Cutler gets the measles and he decides to come in. He plays just like, it. Why are you even playing? And he plays through and he has like an amazing game, and everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, have we misjudged Jay Cutler all these years?" Well, maybe all of our kids should get measles. Well, then, the, but the funny thing <laughs> though is, right, the next week the entire starting lineup of the team will have to take a week off because they will have measles as well. Or maybe they'll all tough it out. We'll (laughs) We'll get the replacements. Maybe they'll uh, drag Kyle Orton out of retirement for one more year where he could just drink on the sidelines and not do anything. They did talk about it. I'm pretty sure they said like Kyle Orton was somewhere in the the I think they, they, they brought up Cap. They brought up Christian Ponder. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, I mean, Christian Ponder is... I don't even know what he's doing now. He's hes married to uh, Sam Ponder. So, you know. Sam Ponder. Yeah. You know what I love about Christian Ponder is he's very, very good for a Tebow joke. That's, that's very true. That's very, very true. Do you know what joke I'm about to tell? Please. I'm not going to ruin it. Just, just do it. If Tim Tebow has a thought, is it a Christian Ponder? Can we mute Dave? No. I think, we, oh, no, I think it's true. Dave? Yeah, I think we can. I think it's possible. <laughs> okay. Except that he edits As it. As so. the editor, that's, I have that's full true. control. You are the editor, so you have your own audio. So even if we mute you on the call. It's <laughs> if you mute me, I'm just going to sit here talking to myself for a minute yeah. until you guys decide to join back up. And no one will ever know what you said. Yep, that's very true. <laughs> so... Shit, you do have, I guess, all of the power in this relationship. Probably not a healthy way to live our lives, but, you know. <laughs> oh, lordy. Lordy, lordy. Speaking of quarterbacks, I, I do want to say, and I, I I talked about this a lot during the draft and after the draft, too. Um, It's really sad to like watch any kind of Chicago, like Chicago uh, Comcast Sportsnet or Chicago local news when they do sports breaks, uh, when they cover training camp, when they say like quarterback battle is heating up, like three is better than one. If you go to the Chicago Bears like feed, it's just, it's so, they're trying so hard. They're trying so hard to sell us on Mitchie Biscuits and Mark Sanchez and Mike the Giraffe Glennon. I legit forgot Mark Sanchez was the other backup. How could yeah. you? Like, how could you forget I, that? I mean, because I've been so focused on Mike the Neck Glennon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and they're they have they have the impossible job. They should make a sequel to Glen Gary Glenn Ross that revolves around 
a Chicago Bears social media manager that somehow has to get likes and comments and shares on social media posts talking about how we might have a good quarterback this year. I mean, and like maybe you, they get a Cadillac if they get like a thousand likes. Did you see the Browns? What they're doing for Brock? Like they, they're all in yeah. on it. They had like yeah. they had like the fancy graphic, the hype video. Oh yep. man, it was like here's remember a when he was pass. first ended up there, and we were all just like, oh, the Browns are just gonna dump him anyway because it's an NBA salary dump <laughs> trade. Yep. And now he's gonna be the starter. And it was real. Yeah, we I we all gave it the Browns real. way too much credit there. I think. We, again, we, we all just like, all right, the Browns are clearly got something. They're just going to dump him. They picked it up. They got like a first round pick. Nope, nope. The Browns are legitimately just this stupid. Yeah, really. I remember we were talking about it, and I don't think either of us hated it. No, because we thought they weren't actually going to use right. it. Right. We, we thought it was just going to be a like a, a very short-term rental. But no. But no. Brock Osweiler is a con man at this point. I well, so do you? Th- he got he got kicked off at of Denver. Basically, like he didn't he didn't want to go to Denver because Denver didn't offer him enough. So he mm-hmm. ends up in Houston, and he basically Houston desperately has to get rid of him. So they salary dump him to the Browns, and now he's going to be starting again. He's a con man. I, well, do you think? So my my question for most quarterbacks like this. Are, do, you, do you think they are con men, or do you just think NFL front offices are really fucking stupid? I think NFL front offices are really fucking stupid, but I also think that the quarterback position is just so ludicrously valuable <laughs> that you you take a chance on basically even the smallest, most worthless quarterbacks. can They can stick around in the league for years even when they're garbage because the position is so valuable unless of course you take a knee during the national anthem and then nobody wants right, you exactly i think i think it's it's just one of those things where like um whoever they have they talk themselves into wanting you know what i mean because yeah. you see him every day you're like oh he's hitting passes it's great it's wonderful don't realize that you're basically just you know setting yourself up for failure later the other thing is that, like, very little, at least if you're talking about, like, training camp video, very little of this matters until you actually start regular season camp. Because I remember, like, I was thinking Jared Goff would fucking light it up uh, during the season because I was, like, paying attention to his training camp footage, like, all that shit. And I was like, yeah, yeah, he's going he's gonna to fit in. And then, you know, we all know what happens next. I, Have you seen the uh, training camp footage for the Jets? God. Oh my God! What they're uh, allowed what are the to Jets? publish that? Uh, <laughs> it's not like it's a snuff film. <laughs> Jesus! It's in the occult section of the library. Uh, the Jets. I think I saw an article on Deadspin the other day. Those the Jets wide receivers have a chance to be historically like the Jets offense mm-hmm. has a chance to be historically the worst offense yep. in history. Yep. Because they just play their only wide receiver of any note, Quincy Enwa or Unwa. Enunwa. Yeah. Quincy Enunwa. Qu- Quincy with an E, last name. Uh-huh. He was the only receiver that did really anything of note, and he's on IR for the year, so that I don't recognize a single name on the Jets roster at wide receiver. 
Like a single name. Well, I've well, never heard of any of you, them. You know, you recognize one because there was Lucky sure. Whitehead on there. Oh, yep. right. Lucky Whitehead. Yeah. That's right. And what I a forgot they fucking picked him up. terrible... Listen, man, my heart goes out to you. I'm glad you're on a team, but couldn't it have been it's... any other team? <laughs> Jesus. The Jets are published like Christian Hackenberg. They're showing like uh... clips of Christian Hackenberg throwing to like a wide open guy and he overthrows him by like three feet. Oh, yeah. that makes and me it's... so happy to hear. Well, I'm sure I'm sure it does. Fucking yes, I'm so glad he sucks. <laughs> well, I mean, me me from Big Ten, you you from Pitt. Well, right? exactly. Yeah, anybody so. that tanks from Penn State, I, yeah, I, makes me very happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And here, well, here's the thing: is I, I think a lot of uh, again people who pay attention to college, right? We there's a lot of confirmation bias where, like, yeah, we've watched these players. Oh, they're gonna suck, and then like the one out of 10 times we're right. We get to say we called it. Yeah. And it's like, it's so easy to say like, Oh, this quarterback's going to be terrible because like most quarterbacks are terrible when they come out. Like, unless you've got like some like generational talent. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's a lot harder to admit when you were completely wrong. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's so much harder. And you never really hear like sports announcers admit it when they're wrong. Cause they don't have to. They could just be like, I don't think this is going to do. It's their job to just give hot takes and stuff. And then I love it that people get really mad. And as soon as like they get a prediction wrong, like people just swarm into their comments or they swarm and they start right. giving them crap. Like, hey, yeah, you're wrong. You're wrong about this. Like, he doesn't care. Skip Bayless doesn't care that he said something like three weeks ago that ended up being proven wrong. He doesn't care. He's probably not thinking about that at all. Like he only said it at that point because he knew people would react to it. <sighs> I will. It's I will the say. Hot take I, world. I will never. I will never be tired of dunking on Stephen A. Smith for getting, I think, seven NBA Finals predictions wrong in a row. Until he was right. Until he was right that one time. But still, seven years statistically. I mean, very unlikely. Yeah, I mean, you got a fifty-fifty chance every single year, and you get the exact wrong flip of the coin seven I was times say, in a row. We can, not, we can try it statistically, now. Statistically, it's not real. I mean, we can try it now. Here, no. How? I've got a quarter. I've got a quarter right here. So uh, I can flip. I can flip it seven times, and we're going to say if it's tails, uh, if it's tails every time, that then I am a worse no because we can't we can't do that because we have to pick like something different for each flip oh that's so the first one let's pick heads let's pick heads. okay okay so heads on the first flip oh well i dropped it on the floor so now this is really good oh well okay so it was tails for the first flip all right all right what what spilly you go next spilly you go next I, i don't have a coin no no i'm flipping I was oh, okay. going to call you to pick it. All right. I see. Uh, I will pick Tails. All right. Tails. We're already better than Stephen A. Smith. QED. Science. Hire us, ESPN. <laughs> We're like ready that would, for 5 That'd be an amazing show if we just had ESPN and we just went through entire predictions and everything like that. And for every single prediction, we just flipped a coin. And then we just tested how much random chance got to predictions correct. Buddy, we could do that this season. As a matter of fact, we, we should do that this season for our picks. What if we do that, yeah, with, with like, every week we, like, flip a coin 
It doesn't matter, like, if the Patriots are playing, like, the Jets. No. We're still going to flip a coin. We got the coin flip. And we're going to say if the coin, how accurate the coin is. Yeah. I, yeah. And what we should, what we could do is we could um, give our own picks, mm-hmm. and then we do the coins pick. Right. So we see how accurate we are as semi-knowledgeable people <laughs> versus pure random chance. Like I mean, the- I've, I've done this before um, with the NCAA bracket. So every every time I run it, uh, we call it the monkey bracket, and it is literally coin flip the whole way. It uh, one time picked a region entirely correct except for like three games. Wow! Like it definitely has beaten people before. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I think that'd be a really interesting thing to do. Maybe we should if we can remember to do that. We should totally do, do. Yeah, Sam's pick, Dave's pick, and the coin and the, pick. And the coins pick. Yeah, I, I'm going to give you a spoiler alert for the week after the Super Bowl. The coins pick is going to beat both of us. <laughs> I would be yeah. I would be very surprised if if it did not. Not that we're dumb, but fucking football is you can't you can't pick football. It's some weird it's you some can't weird shit. statistically really understand football. It's just such a small sample mm-hmm. size that you you never know what's going to happen. Yep. Any given Sunday exists for a reason. Yep. So, so I'm, I, I very much look forward to uh, to the next season of First Take where it's Stephen A. Smith and a random number generator. And Hooray! they just debate all the time. I'm excited for that, too. <laughs> so some other news that happened, in case you uh, didn't know, is Vince Wilfork. Oh, he's retiring. Yeah. But in the best way possible, because his like outfit and the hat was just sublime. It was really, really good. Look it, look it up if you if you don't know what we're talking. about. Yeah, he's about. wearing like overalls, just overalls, mm-hmm. and like a big hat that just says ribs right across the front. It's fantastic. <laughs> Vince Wilfork, I'll always love him. He was one of the few Patriots that was impossible to hate. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's true. Like even in like the mo- their most hateable, which I, th- which I think would be two thousand seven, because they were all smug dicks. Mm-hmm. It was impossible to hate Vince Wilfork. He's just such a big, lovable dude. He's got a great smile, too. We talk about NFL smiles. He has a really good one. I, I, I want to bring up, this is actual content, the fact that everyone's already predicting the Pats to go 16-0. And so I feel like this team might be more hateable than 07. Oh, jeez. They might be more hateable. Yeah. But I think it's they're only going to be more hateable if they actually do go close to 16 and 0 because what was so awful about the Patriots team is like at the beginning of that season they were honestly kind of amazing and I loved watching them mm-hmm. because they were they were just lighting everyone up it was insane how good they looked and then as like the realistic possibility of 16 and 0 started to creep in and people started to be like oh my gosh it's actually happening we're like Oh, and then they're starting to get a little smug. And then the Ravens game happened where they almost lost, but then the Ravens like got a penalty or something, giving them a chance to win. And they it got it got pretty smug towards the end there. And then by the playoffs, they were like the Patriots fans had gotten completely smug and into it, and it was just it was too much. It's a uh, it's Golden State Warriors syndrome. It is. Right? It's yeah. it's it's the same exact arc, and it happens with it happens with in every sport with every sports team that does that like it happens with the chicago blackhawks it happens with or it happened with manchester united a few years back before they 
fucking started sucking weirdly it happens all the time and it's like i don't know what the tipping point is whether it's a bandwagon effect or like a winning games effect or like a little bit of column a a little bit of column b like it's a band well i mean it picks up a lot of fans who would not really pay attention otherwise but now want to feel like they're a part of the winning community Mm -hmm. but then it's also got like this negative effect of people who have already been fans like feel like this is almost like their coronation right sort of deal like oh i i've worked through this and now we're gonna we're gonna take it we're the best Eh. it's i think the problem is there's a lot of fans who are not like us because all three of us we're very pessimist yes we 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 just go into every game like all right my team's gonna get blown out in a hilarious fashion uh we're, we're all gonna walk off the field with our pants on the ground it's gonna be like embarrassing even when our teams are good yep like we're we we still expect the worst but there are plenty of people who do not have that mentality who are always just like, yeah, go team, we're going to win. Like, even after Ryan Tannehill went down and Cutler came up, I still saw, like, a ton of Dolphins fans. They were just like, yeah, we can, we can, we're still going to take down the Patriots. Yeah, we're still going to win. I'm like, come on, really? The Patriots have owned that division for literally two decades. Mm-hmm. And you think you really had a chance when you guys barely squeaked into the playoffs last year thanks to a weak second-half schedule and a good run? Like, uh, those fans, the ones who are very positive and always kind of root for the team against, like, all expectations, like, even when the team sucks, they're still like, yeah, we're going to win. They get amplified because they're being proven right that season, and it's the worst. Right. The flip side of that though is that living completely the other way around like there has to be a point at which if your team is getting good you you do have to flip-flop or else your life is a joyless quagmire right if you can't take some joy in your team being in the super bowl and like have some hope that they'll win you know it's kind of like what's the point well i think the dark secret here is even though we're all pessimists we all still secretly have hope right exactly yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. even when the giants made the super bowl and i didn't expect them to win either time i still kind of you know i wanted them to win Mm -hmm. and i hope i hope they could win Mm -hmm. i but it's it's just a case where some a lot of people go into games just expecting to win whereas we go into games hoping they'll win, expecting them to lose. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, expect the worst, hope for the best. It's a very good philosophy in life in general. You'll never be disappointed when your life sucks. Yep. Yep. Because then you'll just be right. Yeah, then, you, you then you'll just be right, and you'll you'll be able to, like, smugly laugh at everyone who thought things would go better and be like, no, I, I knew life was shit from the start. Also, there is immense, immense pleasure in watching those rah-rah fans who think they're going to win everything have a heartbreaking loss like in the Super Bowl mm-hmm. that is like what the the pain that you could see it causing mm-hmm. them like the pain the Patriots fans are still like reeling from 2007 you still have like the Warriors fans who just watching the Warriors fans last year after the three to one loss was yeah. just Oh, it was, was really good. It was so good. So good. Sorry, I just want to let you know that someone named um what is it? Cameron with a K has told me to fuck myself.
<laughs> so will you? Or uh, I won't because oh. um, no, I'm enjoying doing this to people. So I just want. So you're jo- you're enjoying fucking people, not yourself, right now. Correct. Fair. Yes. Fair enough. <laughs> One guy's like, you should never take Kaepernick that high. Like he doesn't realize <laughs> what's going on. There. <laughs> like I appreciate this life advice. Was, he's trying to be so helpful, my dude. He's I, trying to give you I advice, but of, when you actually do your real draft, you don't want to draft Kaepernick I, that high. He doesn't even have a team yet. Part of me wonders if he's just like this isolated person who lives in a bubble, doesn't pay attention to news at all, only lives in football through fantasy, so he doesn't understand what's happening. So he still thinks Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> is a thing because he has no outside context because he's pure fantasy guy. So he's just like, why would you take Kaepernick that high? And then some guy <sighs> picked Todd Gurley and he's like, yeah, you shouldn't pick him high either. Like, <laughs> Jeez. Don't do mock drafts. Honestly, oh, no, they're almost... the best because people take them very, very seriously. Right. If, if you do mock drafts, ruin them <laughs> for everyone else. You should just type after every single pick. You shouldn't take that guy that high. Oh, that's a good even yeah, when it's that's a, actually good a really pick. good idea. <laughs> Especially if it's like an auto draft team. It's just like picking. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't know about that one. I highly suggest doing this. It's it's a good time. Some other football news. Uh, Devonta Freeman got paid. Yeah, good for him. He, good, he yep. deserved it. Good for he him. Deserved it. I don't know if. He deserved as much as he got. I feel like that might hurt the Falcons in the long run, but he's a pretty good player. I, I don't think it will. I mean, he was he was really good last year. He the whole. But they also have a really good running back right behind him. I was going to say might even be better, and that's yeah, that's kind of the problem. Do you want to lock up like a whole bunch of money in these two dudes? Which I mean, they're obviously not going to let Freeman walk at this point, right? Of course so, not. But I'm just really interested in how this is going to sort of play out in the future. Sure, sure. I think they're going to be able to keep them both. Just because isn't um, – here, let me check. Because I think uh, the other one's still on a – maybe not a rookie contract, but I don't, I don't think they're going to need to pay him for a little bit. Doing live uh, – research what here. you hear is the sound of sam typing and, typing and away yeah and um he's trying to close all of his tabs of trevor simeon fake porn okay yeah but you know he's a very attractive celebfakes.com <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah okay Fakes so, so tevin coleman is on a four-year contract uh with the with the falcons yeah, so he's he, – I mean, he is locked up for this year and next. Okay, so, so yeah, they could probably work it out. So, yeah, yeah. He is – yeah, I don't know if he – Julio already got paid, Yeah, right? Julio did already get paid, I think. And Matt Ryan, I assume, already got paid. Yeah, I, I mean, eh, Matt Ryan – They might be like, able to work this out, yeah. yeah no, I think I – think, I think, because I remember having the same opinion that you did – um, and then I was like, nah, but isn't Tevin Coleman already on a deal? Don't they have him locked up for like a hot second? Um, I mean, they're going to have to pay him a lot, uh, assuming he keeps his uh, like production up 
and keeps improving in the way that he has been because i mean it's a scary backfield right and it's become very scary this past year both of them have taken a lot of strides so it'll be it will be interesting in like two years to see what happens but it seems like they've staggered this enough that it won't really kind of come back to bite them that hard sam i just want to point out that i appreciate you using the term uh taken a lot of strides when they're running backs oh i didn't even mean to do that that <laughs> I just I just want to say I appreciated that. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna pretend like I, I meant to make that pun, and uh, and no one will even be the wiser. Did either of you guys uh, watch any of Hall of Fame stuff this past week? Uh, just a couple of clips of Troll Davis getting inducted, but I didn't bother to actually watch like coverage. I was uh, at dinner um, watching, not watching, but like. I was uh, having drinks at a bar after dinner and the game was on and I was just hanging out with some of my friends and I remember just like looking up to the TV realizing, oh, the Hall of Fame game is on. And then while like I was having that realization, I saw a receiver get overthrown by a good six yards. Fantastic. It was just it was just perfect. It was one of the worst throws I think I have seen to a man who was wide open and I just laughed, and I was like, okay, so I'm not going to watch this anymore. Did, uh, did anyone happen to see the plans for the Hall of Fame, what they unveiled? No. They're supposed to turn it no. into Oh, so it's supposed to be, like, I don't know, almost like a theme park, but, like, um, <laughs> no, I'm serious. There's going to be, like, oh, these, this giant hall and the hotels and, like, um, all this, uh, it's supposed to be, like, sports stuff, and the, all the hotel rooms are, like, team-branded, and the the handles are like leather with laces and stuff it's crazy it's supposed to be this giant thing and it's supposed to be like the I mean, disneyland they just of football. renovated the stadium yeah but this is like i guess all the uh-huh. land around it which is weird because it's like residential so this is like people's houses yeah that's like, the weird oh. part to me the other yeah. the other stuff i don't hate like well, i don't so hate making it a resort but here's the part that sucks so part of that is that there is a retirement community for older players i'm not even kidding this oh, is not no. a joke. Oh, okay no. so it yeah and it has like 170 beds or 130 or something like that and you're like well that's good you know they want to take care of old people even though like that's like a vast tiny fraction of the you know yeah. the whole problem but in the press release it's like this uh it's like the legends community or some stupid yeah of course it is um <laughs> the hall of fogies yeah. yeah it's like it's like well you know this will be assisted living for hall of fame members and those and like and some of the administrators so i'm like wait a second you have to make the hall of fame to get into this place so like <laughs> like that's your reward for a like a career is like you get health care wow hooray for you yeah it's and plus, like, think about it. Like, is it just going to be like, like the petting zoo for old people, for like old quarterbacks? Like, you're going to bring your kid to see all the attractions. Like, let's go look at the old players, and they're just like, like walking around into trees and stuff. It's like a zoo, exactly. Yeah, yeah it just seems like, and it's going to be on campus. It's not even going to be like you would expect it to be like forty miles off. See, yeah, that's what you I know, was thinking. Is but it no, it's separate like thing. Right, so here's the thing: like me and Spilly have been there. Um, it is very residential. the The Hall of Fame is right next to the highway, for one thing, which is kind of hilarious. You never see that on television, but literally the parking lot and the entrance is like. Oh god, like 50 yards oh, yeah. directly next to the highway. It's it's loud and smelly. 
Um, there is a big sort of like half turf field next to the building. The building itself is pretty big. The stadium is pretty big. Then there's kind of like this big empty grassy area kind of in the entrance. But then right behind the Hall of Fame, kind of, kind of up on the hill, is all houses. And then behind the stadium is a school. Yep. They'll probably so just I guess, blow that up. I guess they'd See, have to put... <laughs> I was wondering about that. I was So my, my first thought when you were saying, oh, they have this retirement community for older players, I was like, oh, so when they make resort, they're going to turn that into a hotel and ki- like fucking kick everyone else to the curb. But, I mean, they're going to have to do that, right? With all of the residential shit there if they want to turn it into fucking Disney World. Yeah, it's... I wonder, it's supposed to... So most of it's supposed to be open by the hundredth year or something, isn't that twenty nineteen? I think. I do not. I think something uh, like or something close to that. I think so. Yeah. I am very excited to visit the Hall of Fame and just be wandering around, and they just have like a bench with like a little duck pond and Larry Zonka, half high on drugs, pain medication because he can't remember anything. It's just sitting there at the duck pond, chucking bread at, towards the ducks. That's yep. the Hall of Fame, guys. Exactly. Is like, exactly. I'm just like. Oh, hey, look over there! Thurman Thomas just pooped himself. This is such a visceral image in my head because I like. There's gonna be a Netflix movie where people like go to the Hall of Fame and it's gonna be found footage and people are like, "This is fucking really horrifyingly sad," and and yeah, like. Yeah, someone just picked. Um... Uh, Aaron Rodgers second and Tom Brady fourth in this draft, so they're just as big idiots as I am. Okay, yeah, very good. <laughs> very, Christian very McCaffrey good. was third. So, uh, excuse me, who? <laughs> Christian McCaffrey was third. Ah, you know the white guy runner man. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> uh, yeah, I'm aware of who Christian McCaffrey is. I, mm. He's not Toby Gerhardt. Nope, nope, nope. He's a different one. What team did McCaffrey end up on? What's that? I can't remember. What Panthers. team did make Panthers. Yeah, he's, he's, Panthers. he's on the he's, Panthers. He's backing up. Uh, oh, they got to do something to balance out the fact that Cam is black, you know? <laughs> yeah, so. exactly. So we have, we have one good black quarterback. Let's balance that out and get a bad white quarterback. <sighs> what a shame. What a shame. I hope the season's good, man. I, I just, like, I... I have visions of this season where, yeah, the Patriots go 16-0 and and every other team save for a few implodes and not in a funny way. No. I mean, if last year's anything to go by, there's a pretty decent chance that things could just be garbage for a while. Yep. Because, like, the entire league was kind of crap at the beginning of it last really year. It really was. It really was. But I am, I'm a little bit more hopeful because it seems like Goodell and the league is starting to pay attention a little bit to the fans yelling about everything that's wrong because they're supposedly getting rid of the touchdown commercial kickoff commercial sequence. Yeah, that's nice. That's like, nice. Like less commercials and like or like less frequent commercial breaks and probably just longer commercial breaks, which I am completely in favor of. Uh, they're loosening up on celebration rules. Although I saw that Josh Norman's uh, bow and arrow is still outlawed because it's still mimicking a weapon. Yeah, yeah, like, can you imagine all the kids that are just going outside and shooting each other with literal archery? Yeah, it's a big because problem. Because Josh Norman did a thing. 
See, that's and that's the, the, the sport itself has probably killed more people than bows and arrows in this country in the past 10 yes. years. Oh, yeah, definitely. absolutely. It has. I fucking this is so that's just my my rebuttal. Anytime someone's like, yeah, Roger Goodell's finally listening. He's listening to stupid shit, not fixing the stuff we actually want him to fix. It's yeah. it's the classic thing like, yeah, yeah, we hear you. We're going to make these small quality of life changes that should have been made. 10 years ago instead of doing these it's things that never should have gotten to this point right instead of fixing the game or they're just gonna do that thing where they pretend to care and they put out good pr but they don't actually care like hey we're against domestic abuse here's a commercial with a bunch of players going no more at mm. the camera Jesus. but we're not actually going to like enforce or care about the rules nope. We're just going to pretend we do because that's PR. I mean, but the other stuff is PR too, right? The the fact that, yeah. that people are thinking like, yeah, he's finally listening and he's not. The NFL isn't listening no. to us. It, no, it, they, when not. they make those changes, they are PR moves. They're like, what can we change to make it seem like we are listening? And Yeah, Goodell doesn't actually care about the integrity of celebrations. No. He doesn't care about like having fan well i guess he kind of cares about if fans don't like the commercials because if fans don't want to watch the tv watch the games because of how obnoxious commercials are which i know a lot of people who have kind of stopped watching like primetime games that they're not interested in because the commercials are too annoying mm -hmm. like I, that might be more than a pr move that might be a oh actually we're losing money because of this kind of deal it's just kind of hit him in the wallet yeah yeah you do you do. The season hasn't even started yet, and I'm already... <laughs> Speaking of um, just, like, hitting women and why the NFL doesn't care, uh, we have to set up a scumbag watch alarm for Jarvis Landry. Oh, God, right. Who Jesus, I forgot may, about that. Like, at this point, he may be a scumbag. We don't know yet. There is some interesting breaking sort of stories that he may be a woman hurting scumbag, but we'll keep you updated on that. I don't want to pass any sort of judgment yet we just have to put up like the scumbag the, alert yeah like Le the the klaxon is kind of like revving up right mm. woof and uh, like 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 here's the meter like it's no longer in green it's kind of in orange mm -hmm. it's it's kind of like flittering around in orange like hmm, hmm. It, it might it might sneak up but it hasn't yet we don't know for sure yet do we do we want to hmm. um do we want to uh close this out with something that's a little bit more fun sure uh this is this is new breaking as of today i don't know if you uh you have heard this either of you but uh earlier today um and we are recording this on wednesday night uh august 9th uh carson palmer got into uh i think it was over twitter got into a twitter fight with someone <laughs> and um <laughs> Uh, apparently the Twitter argument ended up with uh, Carson Palmer angrily telling someone that there is no way that he was older than Byron Leftwich. What? <laughs> yeah, Carson Palmer was telling telling someone, presumably a fan, like, there's no way I'm older than Byron Leftwich. Uh, part two of this story is he Googled how old Byron Leftwich was and was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good it's very good and i just wanted to share that with you too can i uh, actually now that you've reminded me i um speaking of twitter 
Uh, it, it would, as a Broncos fan, it would be. I I can't not say this that John Elway went out on Twitter today and said that the rumors of uh, the Broncos going after AJ McCarron was fake news. Oh, and I just died inside hearing that because, like, I know he's like a big Republican guy, but oh god. Man, it, it, oh jeez, Billy, you're finally learning that John Elway was always bad. Can it be? Well, like, is a lion bad for eating a gazelle? Is a horse no, it's, it's bad, bad for having bad opinions? Can you it's really? Bad. Can you really blame a horse? It's he doesn't know what he's typing. He's got the hooves. It's the the keyboard's very big. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, that is a that is a very good visual mental, like, image. mental image. Yeah, I I I very much like. I'm picturing it like the keyboard in big. big. Yeah, that's kind <laughs> of what I was picturing. John Elway's running up and down on a key, mm-hmm. on like a giant keyboard trying to hit the. Keys. I don't know whether like, next I time you do a, a a John Elway comic, he can be on the giant keyboard. I, I maybe the keys are made out of salt, and <laughs> they're like hanging down. down, and he has to just like touch them with its nose and that's how you pick the letters uh, john elway you're bad but you're also a horse sam yeah we're excited to have you back on the show and since you are the guest this week we're gonna have you play yourself out first oh sure well uh my name's sam obviously you can follow me at sam grizzeses on twitter that is s-a-m-g-r-e-s-e-z-e-s-e-s-e-s uh i also write for yardbarker.com uh, and uh, do some stuff for Replay Chicago. So uh, come out if you're in the Chicago area and play some arcade games. Well, thanks for coming on the show, Sam. Spilly, how can we follow you? Uh, as always, just on Twitter, uh, I am Spilly. Uh, I'm always there. Probably thinking about doing some writing for college football, but no one who's listening to this probably cares. And we're about to draft Colin Kaepernick again, so... Please take screenshots <laughs> of all the best Please. comments. yes, yep. yes. I am very eager to see this. I am Drawplay Dave. You can find me on Twitter at Drawplay Dave, on Facebook at Drawplay Comic, on Patreon, and of course on thedrawplay.com. Thank you for joining in. Uh, we'll see you next week. Not really anything I got towards the end of this, so bye! <laughs>